Hello, 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 and welcome back to Give Me More Reality. It's me, Kylie. Um, I first just wanted to say thank you to all of those that have taken the time to listen to my little baby podcast. Um, you have no idea how much it means to me. Um, this has been quite a ride uh, and quite the learning curve of just figuring out how to even get your podcast out there. It is, I definitely want to say I was 100% naive and just being like, oh yeah, I'm just going to record a pop. I'm just going to record a podcast. No, there's way more fucking to it than just, I'm going to report it, record a podcast. So, um, I have been educated and, <laughs> and I was very naive. I now realize the hard work that a lot of people put into this and, um, it's amazing. So, um, I just want to just say thank you to those that have listened again, um, and are, you know, just coming along on this ride with me. And um, and I hope that those that are listening, I hope that you enjoy it. So um, please just keep coming back and, you know, we're just going to keep just talking trash with love. So let's get into it, shall we? On episode two, Shaws of Sunset, we are still currently in Palm Springs. Now on the last episode, I had mentioned that I wasn't really sure like what made Mike pop off at that dinner. And I realized at the beginning of this episode. So Reza had made the comment in his $10,000 Versace robe that <laughs> while drinking Pepto-Bismol, that, <laughs> oh, it still makes me laugh, that his New Year's resolution was that he is not going to mention Mike's penis anymore. And that is what set Mike off <laughs> in the fact of just, um, you know, him just being set off for whatever reason, I guess, because you were sending dick pics and you got caught, like, and then your girl sent a message, sent all the messages to everybody. You know what? Listen, <laughs> Mike, again, please just get it together. If you weren't doing shit, then nobody would have a reason to have to feel like they had to talk on your penis. But good for you, Reza, for making that resolution. Nobody's trying to talk about it anymore. Seems like a lot of people have seen it, though. So <laughs> here we are. So the beginning of the episode, it is Mike's birthday. Um, and so everybody is getting ready for number one, Paulina to get there. And also they're about to go and learn some polo, which also had no idea how hard polo was. I mean, listen, I know what polo is, had not a clue on how hard that must be to be able to swing that gavel or whatever the fuck it is while you're riding a horse. So props to any sort of polo players out there had no idea the, you know, the endurance, the hand and eye coordination uh, that that went into that. No clue. You know, I've seen it, but I guess just when it was broken down, um, you know, you realize like, wow, a lot goes into this. Also, MJ made a comment that when you are playing polo, you can only use your right hand. I don't know if that's a fact or not, but thought it was interesting. <laughs> um so anyways back to the episode we uh, you know everybody's just kind of hanging around Gigi and destiny are kind of like chatting it up and Gigi makes the comment that destiny had given her vaginal wipes to remove her makeup because she had forgotten makeup remover <laughs> So the only thing that I can think of is it must be those, uh, what's it called? The summer eves or the summer eve, um, 
you know, vaginal wipes that she gave to Gigi to uh, get her makeup off. I laughed out loud so hard when I heard that. And when, and Destiny said, listen, if it's good enough for my, for my vagina, it's good enough for the face. And listen, I can relate to that. Just saying, if it's good enough for your vagina, it must be good enough for your face. So listen, she helped out a friend. She helped out a friend. In the midst of this, everybody is, you know, kind of uh, talking about and um, about Mike's whole situation and how nobody really wants to be in it. And it's like a draw. It's drama. It's a weird cloud over the whole, you know, vacation, if you will. And and it is. It's it's weird. Um, and so we're getting a weird package. Destiny has an individual size. Uh, she has an individual. Uh, she has a lint roller. I don't know why I keep saying individual. She had a lint roller, but it was industrial sized. That lint roller, I don't know if anybody peeped that thing, but it was huge. It was huge. It looked like um, like when you're when you're painting your walls, like a paint, a paint roller, but it was a lint roller. Wild. I was like, okay, again, Destiny on top of it. I don't know. I love her. I'm just so glad that she's part of it. I love her in, in Shaw's. I really do. Um, in case anybody didn't listen to the first episode, Destiny, or in case if you just have no idea who Destiny is, um, Destiny was on the people's couch where she used to review reality shows on Bravo and then ended up getting onto Shaw's, uh, you know, full circle for her. So, um, so everybody is kind of, you know, going outside, kind of chatting about the whole Michael situation and finally Gigi and Mike sit down. Mike is just a fucking asshole, straight up, straight up an asshole. He says to her because, you know, she was just saying to him, like, listen, like, you just need to be in a non-monogamous relationship. Like, sure, Paulina can be your main, and then you can just tell her that you need to have your sides. And listen, if that is the type of man that Michael is, then he needs to find a type of woman that is going to be okay with something like that. I mean, they are out there. Are they going to be Paulina standards? Unclear. Unclear. I don't, I don't know, but you can't keep just, you know, either sticking it or sending pics of it, of your dick, in case anybody wasn't sure what it was, to other people and expect that your girl in a monogamous relationship is going to be cool with that. So, you know, Anyway, so Michael says, sorry, I have to, I, I keep calling him Michael just because, and listen, everybody calls him Mike on the show, but I just feel like, listen, he needs to be like, we need to use like a full name here. Like Mike is like too friendly for me. You know, I need, I need like a, I need a longer name. Anyways. So Mike and Gigi, um, AKA Michael, uh, (laughs) they're talking and he says to her, I didn't think that you were going to be a good mom, but then I saw that you were. And the fact that he said that to her, like, Mike, you can go fuck the fuck right off. Like, just go fuck your, go, just get out of here. Fuck off. Like, do not tell a new mother that you didn't think that she was going to be a good mother. That's a fucking asshole thing to say. You have no idea the, just the, the pressure, the, um, that we put on ourselves 
to be the best moms that we can be, especially when you have a newborn. Okay, you have so many hormones and stuff going on on top of having to take care of this thing that is depending upon you. And it's a lot of stress. And of course, it is a constant thing in a mother's head forever to think, am I being a good mom? So how dare you try to say that to her? Listen, you couldn't have came up with any other fucking analogy, but you didn't have to fucking come after her motherhood. Not okay. Not okay. Just Mike just continues to fucking dig, just dig his ass deeper into a hole with me. I just, I can't with him. I cannot. Is he great for the show? Sure. Sure. I'm not saying that he's not. I'm just saying he's pissing me off. He's pissing me off real good, folks. So that whole situation like went, went down. I mean, I think they were able to like resolve it, but it was just super shitty of Mike to say. And he knows that it was. Just because you were being called out for not being faithful to your girlfriend and somebody told you maybe you should have some side bitches instead of just one main chick. And maybe maybe it's time for you to maybe take a listen. Maybe Gigi's spitting some truth to you, you know? Like, holy shit. Like, stop being an ass about it. Like, she's just saying to you, like, you have consistently have cheated on every single person that you have been with. Okay? So... Maybe we should try something different. I don't know. He can't keep doing what he's doing. Like, it's just not right. It is not right. So Reza and MJ start talking about this situation. And MJ tells him, or MJ tells Reza that Mike and Paulina had come over to the house. And that's when he started telling them that crazy ass fucking story um, about how his phone got hacked and he started getting weird messages or whatever. No, your phone didn't get hacked. Let's be real. Um, But what I found interesting was that she did not get the messages that Paulina had sent out to everybody. So she had just sent it out to Nima, Reza, Gigi, and destiny, as far as we know, okay, just at least the, at least the folks that are on the show. Who knows the friends or possibly family members? I don't know. I mean, listen, I don't think Paulina would send it to a family member, but I'm just saying other friends that maybe aren't on the show. I think she may have sent a mass text to some to some to some friends. I think it was a straight up group chat. Um, so, but I thought it was interesting that MJ was not in that group that got those messages that showed what Mike had done. So I just, I thought that was very interesting. Listen, we all know that Mike fucks somebody. That's for sure. Like that's not, that's not, that's not in for question at all. Not in at all. Reza and so everybody is, everybody is talking about this. So as MJ and Reza are talking about it, then here comes Gigi and then here comes Destiny. Everybody is just like, listen, like this is, like this is not okay. Like you're putting this on us, and then your and then your girl is messaging us and getting us involved. We know who you are. We know that you can't keep it in your pants, and we don't want to be involved in this again. Like we don't. Understandable. They went through this the last time with uh with Jessica. If anybody remembers Jessica from previous seasons, Mike actually got married to her and just continued to cheat on her. That girl converted to Judaism for him, and he still couldn't keep it together. Listen, and and if you were unsure, then you shouldn't have gotten married. You know what I mean? 
Like, listen, just because she was, um, you know, a, clearly a very a, a, a good woman, a very, you know, well-rounded person, clearly, and also was willing to do so much to make sure that she was accepted by your family and accepted, you know, just into your culture and, and so forth to convert to Judaism. And then you're going to do her dirty like that? Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. So anyways, they're all talking about that and just, you know, basically telling like, listen, we don't want to be a part of this again. And then ding dong, guess who it is? Paulina. <laughs> Everybody's having this in-depth fucking conversation about, about this whole situation. And then here comes Paulina. Now, what I was shocked about was that the, like Paulina's de demeanor pre-Palm Springs to, you know, present Palm Springs, shocking to me anyways. It seemed like a completely different fucking person. Like she seemed like everything, everything's been great. Everything's good. Is it? She's like, how are you? Like you look stressed. Like, I don't know. It just seemed weird to me. I don't know. Seemed like something had happened behind the scenes between them that we'll get to later. Reza is just really upset about this whole situation with Mike, which I'm not exactly too sure why. Like, he's, like, crying. Like, he is just upset. And I think it sounds like he was more so upset in the fact that Mike, who is, you know, just fucking around, um, has met his has met MJ's son, has been able to come over to her home, and Reza has not been able to. And I don't mean to beat a dead horse, but Reza, um, it's me, Kylie. Um, I just want to let you know that you still have a restraining order out on her husband. Um, and also, uh, you said some pretty fucked up things about, you know, about her vagina and just her reproductive organs in general um, that should have been kept private. Um, so it's no shock uh, that she's a little apprehensive to have you come on down to her home and meet her son. So, yeah. So back to the podcast. Um, <laughs> it is just truly shocking to me. Truly shocking to me. But their moment together was just uh, was just like so sweet. You can just tell like they really do miss each other a lot and things got really messy, but they truly have been the best of friends for years, for years before the show. They're probably the, the only, you know, really true, true friendship um, that was on the show in the beginning was Reza and MJ for sure. I mean, the other people may have been in the sense of like acquaintances and they may have known each other from different circles or from high school. I can't remember. It was nine years ago, folks. Um, but you know, they definitely, like, they were very, they have been very good friends for a very long time. So just to see them just, like, getting, like, you know, emotional and, you know, you just know, like, they're, I don't know, their relationship to me just seems so true. And, but honestly, that restraining order has got to go if we're trying to move forward anywhere. I mean, honestly. And Reza, like, you gotta, like, truly, like, fucking apologize to Tommy for saying the shit that you did about his wife while she was literally laying up in ICU, okay? 
Like she went through an extremely, extremely traumatic experience and now is in a situation where she can no longer have, um, have children naturally, you know, like they are in a position where they would have, they wanted to have another child. I think that she would have to have like a surrogate or something or possibly, you know, adopt is always an option, but and and I think yes, of course. Listen, you all know that I I love 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 Tommy so 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 much. Um, but he does also need to apologize for going over to their home and you know just destroying their front lawn. You know, there, there's apologies that need to go both ways for sure. You know, Reza needs to own up to that first. I think before Tommy is going to apologize to anything. What you did, Reza, was hella fucking foul. Um, and trust me, if I was in Tommy's shoes, I would have done the same fucking thing. I don't give a shit if we're on a reality show or not. I'm about to fuck your lawn up. <laughs> because you're not home for me to be able to go off on. So, you know, I don't know. Anywho, not, not you know, not condoning violence whatsoever, but just saying I would have definitely gave him a real stern duck into. <laughs> Oh, goodness. So everybody's getting ready to go to Polo. I thought it was hilarious that MJ and Gigi, they were matching. Gigi was not super stoked about that at all. Um, but I thought that was hilarious. I mean, they barely have really even chatted, but of course, here they are matching. <laughs> so funny. So we have another gal that I guess that we have met in previous seasons. Um, and I believe her name is Sunny. I believe was her name. I did not write it down, guys. So let's just go with Sunny. Um, so Gigi and Sunny are chatting it up. And um, it was just a really, uh, I thought it was a real great conversation just to hear in the sense that, you know, Gigi just decided to, you know, have a, have a child on her own, which is totally fine. And and that, listen, that's what modern medicine this, these days has been able to give us is, you know, also just being able to, you don't need to have a, a man in your life to be, if you want to have a child, you can do that. You know, I mean, for God's sakes, you know, look at our, as, as the uh, bitch, ses, uh, bitch sesh podcast says, you know, Andy Cohen, our Lord and Savior, um, you know, he was not in a relationship and decided to have um, you know, have a child, you know, via surrogacy, which listen, I understand he is, he is gay. So, you know, that may have been the end result regardless, but I'm just saying that that was a decision that he made in the sense that he did not need to have a partner to be able to fulfill that dream of his. And same with, um, another love of my life, Anderson Cooper. So, um, you know, I'm just saying that they're just, you in today's world, you do not need to have a partner to be able to just decide that you want to start making a family. And that's all I'm getting at. Um, I just thought it was just a really interesting conversation. And I really just loved like how heartfelt Gigi was getting in the sense of just saying that, you know, she is, it's hard for her that, and she's not sure how she's going to explain to her son at some point that she decided to, you know, not giving him a father in a sense, because the donor was you know, anonymous. And so, you know, listen, I, I believe that she clearly has, you know, her, her dad who she, you know, loves so, so dearly, um, to be able to be that type of, you know, 
you know, father figure to him um, as well. And and I thought that it was very sweet of Sonny to say also to her that just because you don't have one now um, doesn't mean that there's not somebody that's going to be able to come into your life and fulfill that role or, you know, what have you. So, you know, I just thought it was just a really, really sweet conversation. And yeah, I just thought it was, I just really enjoyed it. So it was just very heartfelt. So we are finally getting to Polo. They're in that van. And, and then Gigi is freaking out because there's no air conditioning. And she climbs her way up to the front. And weirdly, I thought was very interesting, sits in MJ's lap, which I thought was strange. Um, I was not expecting that. I, I don't think anybody really was. And I don't think Gigi was either. But she just seemed very friendly. Yet I know that she is not super keen on MJ. So I just thought it was very strange. Why wouldn't you have just sat on Reza's lap? I, I don't know. Or had or her, had her and MJ switch places? Something. I don't know. I just thought it was, I thought I just thought it was interesting. Um, so we get to polo finally. And listen, Connie, that polo instructor, that lady was cracking me up. I was like, I want to go there. I want to go learn how to play polo with Connie. Actually, you know what? I don't want to learn how to play polo. I just want to hang out with her for a little bit. Like, can we just like have some drinks, chit chat, maybe walk around the grounds. You can tell me about your horses. We can crack a few jokes, have a good time. You know, I just thought Connie was a hoot. An amazing scene was watching one of the instructors. Like literally, I thought these people were like the sweetest. They were just like so accommodating. I don't know. I just thought they were great. I was just like, I want to go there just to hang out with these folks. But one of them, was helping MJ take off her boots because she, of course, brought high heel boots. Um, and they graciously were like, listen, what size are you? And, you know, thankfully somebody there had the same size as her. And they're like, okay, no problem. We got some boots for you. And so, um, so one of the instructors is helping MJ remove her boots. And she had, she turned around and was pulling the boot like through her like trying to pull the pull off pull the boot off through her leg as MJ was pushing off of her the instructor's ass with with her other foot. I don't know if that was a great description or not, but truly I was like, wow, these people are great. They are great. Cause MJ was like, I think I'm gonna push you over. She's like, no, you're not just keep on, keep going. <laughs> Oh goodness. Just so, so funny. Um, and so, so everybody's playing polo except for Reza, Mike, and Paulina. I don't understand why Paulina wasn't trying. She said, if it wasn't so hot, then I would do it. Um, okay. I mean, would you have wanted to do it in the rain or the winter? I don't know. I just thought that was weird. I thought it was very weird. It's like, no, you just want to sit with Mike so you can keep an eye while you're close. You know, didn't understand why Mike wasn't doing it. Reza, I can understand him just not doing it. It just doesn't seem like his thing. But Mike went and was kind of like trotting Nima around and provoking him trying to get the horse to run, which Nima was terrified of that happening. And Mike starts talking about how uh, Paulina is like a deer in the wild. And these editors, you guys, you guys, the higher ups have been giving these people some liberties that I am here for. They created Shaws in the Wild. 
Okay. They're showing the camera work of just like showing Paulina. And then they were showing Reza, then cutting to a crocodile, cutting to Paulina, showing a deer. I was just cracking up as Mike was just saying, basically that, you know, Paulina was, is just like a deer and Reza's the crocodile in the wilds. And it was super awkward, but I thought what Reza was saying wasn't anything crazy. And I thought it actually made sense that he was just like, listen, um, Paulina, like, I'm not trying to get in your guys' relationship. I don't want to keep getting messages. I really do want you guys to work out, but my guy needs to get into therapy. True that. He sure the fuck does. Like, you need to work out some demons, my friend, and figure out what the fuck you really want and stop fucking with these women. Okay? At the end of the day, stop being a fuck boy and stop fucking with people's hearts because you don't know what the fuck you want. Let's get let's get down deep and have some therapy sessions and really figure out what the fuck is happening. Where's Landon at? You know what I'm saying? Can we get Landon in on this? Can we get her to chat it out with these two and figure out what the fuck is going on? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. So I just thought that that was, uh, I, I thought what, what Reza was saying was spot on. I didn't, I didn't see anything wrong with that. But of course, Mike ran over immediately once he realized that it was just Reza and Paulina talking and ha- got his ass right over there to put, nip that in the bud. So everybody's playing um, polo. And then we have Shervin pulling up in the Ferrari, which I didn't know. I didn't know if he was even going to be on the show this year. So happy to see him. But also another situation that I was very confused about, why are Gigi and Shervin no longer friends? Gigi said that it had something to do with some business deal they did that went bad, it sounds like. What business deal went bad? Like they were like, I mean, they were best friends. Like that was her dude, you know? I don't know. And so you know, after they finish polo and stuff like that, everybody's going back to the house to just kind of hang out, get ready for dinner, all that kind of good stuff. And, you know, Nima and Shervin sit down and they're by the pool by like Reza. And so Nima kind of tells him about, you know, how him and Reza had kind of gotten into it. But, you know, things are good now, but, you know, they're, you know, they're working on it, but, you know, things are fine. Like they got out what they needed to. Then they start talking about Gigi. I think that they were definitely hitting on some stuff in regards to Gigi. I love Gigi so much. And, um, but I do think that what they were saying was right. And what they were saying was, is that when she gets close to people, you know, she finds a way to, in a sense, figure out how to cut them off because it's almost like she's become too vulnerable and she doesn't want people to feel like they have any sort of, um, I don't know, control or that she's given up that vulnerability, you know, she's let them in so much that she's now become vulnerable to them and she just shuts people down. You know, I think she just gets really scared when people get too close. And I can totally relate to that if that is what is going on. I have definitely been in that situation where, um, and it's definitely a lot of work that you have to do to kind of allow yourself to be just vulnerable with people and being okay with that and not trying to just shut people out. Um, when you're feeling like they're getting too close. And I think that's what happened because I don't understand how her and Nima are not talking and also her and Sherbin. I find it weird. It's very, very strange. It just doesn't make any sense to me. It really doesn't. Over a business deal, what business deal? What business deal did you guys have going on that went so terribly bad that now you guys can't talk? And you can tell that she misses him like crazy. You can tell. She misses she, she misses that friendship. Understandably so between her and Sherbin. 
So, you know, we're getting ready for, we're finally sitting down, we're having dinner. Um, and I don't know what even brought it on, but Landon suggests that people tell what their sexual fantasies are. And Landon decides that she's going to be the first one. Now, that story that she told was the lamest sexual fantasy I have ever heard. Everybody was heckling her. I think I heard Nima say um, at some point, um, he said, where's the scissoring? <laughs> where's the scissoring in the story? But it wasn't like really like a sexual fantasy. It was like she truly was just describing a porn video that she would enjoy to watch or a porn that she would enjoy to um, to make, like a softcore porn. It, I, I don't know. It was, and, and no judgment on her sexual fantasy. You know what I mean? Maybe that just is what really turns her on in the sense of just being able to just kind of like rub up on her girlfriend in a public place. Maybe that was just her, you know, sexual fantasy, what she enjoys. I don't know. But unfortunate. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my goodness. So then MJ is like, listen, I know what my sexual fantasy is. She's like, it's two words, gangbang. <laughs> oh my goodness. I would not expect anything less from MJ. I would not. She said, I want a whole football team, a whole football team. Do you realize how many people that is? Sweet Jesus. Sweet Jesus. You'd be out of commission for weeks, for weeks. That pussy would be done for. <laughs> A whole football team? Are we talking like an NFL team? I don't know, you know, what the rosters are in the sense of, is it the same amount of people uh, and different levels of, of football, like high school, college, a professional? Is there a different amount of people on those teams? I don't know. I don't know. I just thought that would, you know, that's, that was my question. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So we have the fire breather coming out. Um, well, actually, I think this conversation between MJ and Gigi happens right before um, the fire breather. So, I don't know, I think like MJ was just just trying to chat with Destiny and Gigi is just like, oh, so you guys are cool now? It's like, um, yeah, I think that was the whole point of us coming to Palm Springs was for us to try to put things behind us and be better. And so it's like, listen, MJ and Destiny definitely do need to have their own conversation about the fact that MJ threw Destiny under the bus, tried to get her involved in some shady ass fucking shit to try to get her to turn on Reza. For sure. They need to have a conversation about that. Like I've said before, MJ's hands are not clean for sure. But also Reza did say some pretty fucked up stuff. But, you know, MJ also was, you know, being messy, straight up messy boots. And that's what MJ is good at. Messy booting around. <laughs> so uh, Gigi and, you know, MJ kind of like get into it. But I was proud of MJ for in the sense of just not kind of getting into the drama with with uh, with Gigi. Like not meeting her at the same level of where Gigi was at. Because you could tell like Gigi was like pissed. She probably had like, a couple drinks in her and she was just like ready to just like, you know, give it to her. Like no, like you weren't a good friend. Like you need to make that up to her. Don't be acting cool to her when you haven't even talked about it yet. So I can understand where she's coming from, but it's like, Gigi, don't come in so hot. You know, that wasn't the time. That's all. 
That's all. Not saying that you're not wrong. Just wasn't the time. You know, just maybe have a have a nice, cool conversation about it. You know, we could have had a combo about this literally at any point in time before this fucking dinner. Just saying, everybody's been cool so far, and it seemed like everybody had been kind of like chatting it up. So it just seemed weird that it was like she wanted to bring it up at the dinner. Like, okay, now you guys are cool. All right, calm down, G. <laughs> uh, okay, so now the fire breather has come out. And this MJ, again, just, uh, she cracks me up, you guys. She cracks me up. I just love, I have always loved her, even though, like I said before, she is always messy booting around. But uh, what a joy. <laughs> what an entertainment joy. I'll tell you that right now. Nima is watching this fire breather and he just keeps saying, oh my God, oh my God. And MJ said, I bet that's what Nima sounds like when he's having sex. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I think it is 100%. That was, it, that was accurate. That was completely fucking accurate. Oh my gosh. Fire breather is done. Uh, Mike is, you know, blows out some candles and stuff. We sing happy birthday. Mike decides to stand up and here we go, ladies and gentlemen, it's the speech we've been waiting for. <laughs> so Mike stands up to basically, you know, he starts it off by saying, you know, I have not been honest. Yeah, no shit. We all fucking know that. Continue. Um, <laughs> you know, finally tell the truth and confessed that he did talk to that other girl, that it wasn't like somebody hacking in his fucking phone or whatever kooky fucking story he decided to come up with. He he did confess and just said that, yes, I was having that conversation. That did happen. I just want to be honest with you guys. I was disrespectful to my, to my girl and I just want to, you know, make it, make it right and let you guys know that I am you know, so sorry for what I've done and I'm going to do better in the future. Cool. We've heard this whole song and dance. I don't know how many times folks. Okay. I don't know how many times didn't. Okay. Listen. So Mike had Jessica. Okay. They got divorced. I feel like Mike was with somebody else. I don't know who it was. I don't remember, but there was some other girl before Paulina. No, I don't know. Please. Whoever listens to this, if you know, message me, I can't do the research. Uh, you know, <laughs> what am I? I don't know. I, I just feel like there was somebody between Jessica and Paulina that Mike was with that he also cheated on. So it's just like, we have heard this before, Michael. We've heard it before. <sighs> I don't know. So, and if you were, wa I was watching Gigi the whole fucking time. Like she, again, was just like not here for it. Did not give a shit about what he was saying. Just not, I don't want to say not giving a shit about what he was saying, but was just like, ugh. You can't, you can't keep it in your pants. You know it. And I know, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like that was what Gigi was trying to say to him. Like we, I, we all know you can't keep it in your pants. So we're going to have the same fucking apology in just a few fucking months. And 100%, I think that we are again, based off previews. I 100% think that this is going to be another conversation. So Mike then says that he has, you know, something else that he has to get off of his chest and that there's a snake in the group. <laughs> and he, like right before he says that, uh, Gigi 
was just like smiling and just like, oh my goodness, like what is he going to bring up now? Like, like what else? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep smiling. Keep laughing because I got something for you. There's a snake in this group. It's like, there's a snake in the group. What are you talking, like from what? How is this even in the same toast that you're supposed to be making to your girlfriend for cheating on her? How is this in the same toast, everybody? Slash apology. Seems like they should be two separate fucking situations. Who am I though? Who am I? I don't know. But I'll tell you this. It definitely looks like who he is referring to. Again, based off the previews, you know, just looking at the context clues here, everybody. It looks like he is trying to say that Reza is the snake in the group. I don't know how Reza is the snake in the group for what? For telling your girlfriend that you need to go to therapy? Because that's all that happened. I mean, what, what else could there be? Okay, really quickly, quick side note. I just remembered that last season, MJ had said some shit to Paulina about how she needs to be careful with um, like Persian men and that she feels lucky that she's with a white boy. So I think that's probably the reason why I'm just going to say why she did not send the message to MJ. I don't know. I think there might be some unresolved feelings there with that. Also, you know, there might be an I told you so from MJ in that situation. Unclear. Unclear. So maybe she didn't want to hear that. Um, so back to the ending here. So I don't know how, I don't know how Michael can say that there's a snake in the group. Your, your fucking penis is the snake, my guy. It's, de it's deceiving you sometimes. All right. Just because some things may turn it on doesn't mean you always got to fucking stick it in something or send a picture of it. Just saying. Stick it in your girlfriend. Stop sticking it in Rambo in randos. Hello. Hello. I don't know. And if she's not sexually fulfilling you, then get out. Get out now. I don't I again, stop messing with the stop messing with this woman. Stop it. Stop it right now. Ugh. Anywho, yeah. So based off of the preview, guys, I mean that was basically the end of the episode. But based off of the off the preview, it looks like next week is going to be crazy. It looks like we'll be having kind of the ending of Palm Springs, um, and then kind of back to LA. So I don't know what exactly is going to happen there, but it definitely seems like a lot of people are feeling like Mike is super toxic. Shock and awe. Also, I, I thought it was I, I was glad to see. It looks like um, MJ and Gigi are you know, doing something with their boys together, which I thought was great. So, you know, I'm hoping that they're able to talk some stuff out and come to, you know, come to a better place maybe in like their relationship. So, you know, so we'll see, you know, listen, we're only into episode three and I mean, I don't know how many, you know, episodes we're going to get with this uh, Shaw's uh, COVID se season, you know, so we'll just see how things go with that whole situation. But definitely I think Mike, um, he may apologize, he may have apologized in this episode, um, but I think 100% um, he's going to do her dirty again, for sure. And he's just he's just trying to direct blame in other places besides himself. So you can go ahead and just fuck right the fuck right on off, Michael. Ain't here for it. I ain't here for it. All right. 
Well, that was pretty much the, yeah, that was, that was the whole episode guys. I mean, I think it was another goodie. I'm not going to lie. I mean, so far the first three episodes of the season, I mean, I have been on board for, I mean, I'm sure we're going to get a lull episode at some point. You know, we, we always get a filler episode. Not every episode in a season can be masterful, but um, so far so good. So um, happy with the season so far. So you know, away we go. Um, just a reminder, um, you can um, follow my Instagram page at Give Me More Reality. Um, also, podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and what am I forgetting? Stitcher. <laughs> um, so please listen, subscribe, um, like, you know, all that fun stuff. Um, you know, and just again, just whoever's out there listening, I appreciate it. Thank you for just going along with on this ride with me. And, you know, uh, I am hoping to, I'm going to try to add in some real housewives of Beverly Hills here soon. Um, listen, the season so far, I think we're only into episode two. Um, it's been good so far. Um, not going to lie. Uh, I, you know, happy that they're in big bear. Um, also loving that. no, they're not in Big Bear. <laughs> so sorry. They're in Lake Tahoe. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe somebody else is in Big Bear. I don't fucking know. But, um, <laughs> um, but definitely I think I want to, I do want to start reviewing that show just because of all of the Erica Jane of it all. Okay. We're about to be in for a treat. I think this season, a lot of things are about to go down with her and Mr. Tom Girardi. So so yeah, but so far, I mean, I think it's been a good season. I'm loving Crystal, the new housewife. Love her. Love her, love her, love her. I think she is an awesome addition. So I'm excited for her. I'm excited to see what she's going to give us this season already. I mean, we're episode two and I'm already just like obsessed. So away we go. Also obsessed with Kathy Hilton, guys. She's great. Listen, I don't know if I want her to be a full cast member, but I am liking her as the friend of, okay, like a, like a Marlo of Atlanta you know, but, a but Kathy of Beverly Hills, you know what I mean? Like Marlo is not a, not a full cast member, but she is a big ass player, you know? And I would be happy to have Kathy Hilton as that. I'm not going to lie. I mean, she's been a real treat for me personally. I, I love it. I love that she thought that Garcelle was Kyle. I don't know how she did. Um, and a woman after my own heart in the sense that, listen, she's like, listen, I'll be blind. I can't get contacts in my eyeballs. Can't do it can't. And I'm right there with you, Kathy. I can't, I can't put anything in my eyes. I can't. So either it's no glasses or glasses. Those are our choices. And if it's no glasses, then things are going to be blurry and that's going to be okay. We're going to make it. <laughs> sometimes the look doesn't need glasses. So you got to ditch them. <laughs> and sometimes some sacrifices have to be made and that's okay. That's okay. We don't drive that night. That's all. That's all. So just wanted to give a quick little blurb on um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Just to let everybody know that I will try to add that in here as well. Um, and holy shit, I can't wait for Real Housewives of Potomac. Oh my goodness. Again, if you guys have not watched that trailer, get on it. Get on it. Oh gosh. And Real Housewives of Potomac is just, ah, uh, uh, it's so great. So Anyways, I'm just rambling on about my loves. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, you know what? Thank you again, everybody. I just, I really appreciate it. So this has been Give Me More Reality. Thanks, guys.